Hello out there in Nerd Basement land, coming live to you from our Nerd Basement. Uh, we are excited and ready to rock, uh, talking about the Book of Boba Fett here. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm Alex. Uh, hey guys, how you doing? Like we like we had talked about, we're doing our two uh, episode uh, 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 recap review ideas, thoughts, theories coming up uh, after watching uh, chapters three and four. So spoiler warning for uh, chapter three, The Streets of Mos Espa. And Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm, I believe it was called, right? Good title. Uh, so, uh, spoiler alert for uh, up-to-date for uh, Book of Boba Fett, uh, Chapters 3 and 4. We talked about those today. Yeah, I do not remember the titles. I'm just like, <laughs> the, the cool thing that happened in that episode. Yeah, the thing with the Wookiee and the thing. Yeah, so, uh, yes, Chapter 3, Chapter 4, I believe we, I, I got them right. Uh, so, we're going to start with our kind of usual breakdown here. We'll go through uh, each chapter. Uh, we'll talk about some fun moments here that we like to pull out and maybe some uh, theories and thoughts of where we're going next uh, as we run them down. So uh, I guess we'll start uh, where, where we got to begin here, Alex, Chapter 3, uh, the, the Streets of Mos Espa. You want to talk a little bit about on that one? So it starts off uh, with Boba Fett in the past. Yeah, I think it's been a little while since we Chapter 3. Chapter yeah. 3, uh, either I think it starts out first where the watermonger comes in. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not... Oh, okay. Either or. Uh, we, we can we can do past... I'm not sure which order, but why don't we do um, present first because oh. the past is so short. Yeah, um, it might be the watermonger. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah, the watermonger comes in. He's getting... Uh, Boba Fett's getting a briefing from the droid and from uh, Fennec about how formerly Jabba's territories have divided, been divided up between them... And three different new parties. It's the Transocean's, the, uh, the Workers District. Yeah, the, I think the Transocean's have cent center town. The Workers District is, I think, the Aqualish, I, which are the Panda Baba dudes. Yeah, and that's like we're like right. Yeah. And then another section of the cities, uh, the Clutunians, which turns out are like kind of like dog people <laughs> um, that we find out yeah, in chapter four. Yeah. But if, you know, he's basically saying that like nobody respects Boba Fett. Nobody, you know, you're losing your grip. Stuff runs amok in the streets. Stuff's running right? amok in the streets. And I think there's a touch of this guy wants these, like, street toughs dealt with. Um, he has his own agenda. Uh, you know, but basically saying, like, Boba, like, dude, you're not, you're not doing it. So he goes down to investigate. And uh, we run into basically these, well, I guess this group called the Mods. You know, our, our kind of hip, cyberpunky, yeah. uh, and you know. Modded people. We see them as recurring people, not just in the future, but in the past, episode four. But uh, they're basically people kind of like Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, they're uh, kind of like Android. Yeah, yeah they, you know, one guy has a cybernetic eye. Take a limb for a limb. Yeah, cybernetic for arm. For like a robotic limb. A couple of them look like they're coming out of like 80s music videos with like, you know, thin ties and trench coats. Yeah. Like, they're kind of an interesting aesthetic. Um, yeah. And basically, Boba brokers a kind of a deal with them saying, like, look, you got no work. Come work for me. He basically calls out the watermonger. You're overselling your water. Here's 500 credits. Basically, buzz off. And he recruits these young mods and their super cool space Vespas um, as part of the, uh, the arrangement. Sorry, folks. Brief reality pause there. Had to find some car keys. We're back. Um, so essentially, yeah, he, he, he takes, he recruits these mods and, and they've got this kind of, and also I do have to say water dude that told him that the, like the mods were causing trouble is not done. Like he looks like yeah. he's going to be trouble. He might be, yeah, he might be part of the mayor's group or, or somebody that's trying or to get he, rid of Boba. He might try to, he might show up as like the person that maybe like harbors some of the, wait, actually 
the huts aren't a threat anymore, but that's... Well, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We, we're still trying Never to... Never mind. He might be done. <laughs> he might be done. He might be a one-off. Yeah. But, uh, you know, again, showing kind of Boba's, like, leniency way of dealing with things. Like, he's recruiting his kind of, like, quote-unquote family uh, to work for him. And these mods uh, with their super cool space Vespas are going to join the ranks. And then we, we hit the stinger and we start the episode, as I recall. Um, so then we, we do slip to the past for a real brief... Uh, interlude where we left off right where we were concerned at the end of chapter two, that fantastic chapter two, where our Boba's action is going to come back and, and, you know, be a problem for the sand people, people he cares about. The answer is yes. Unfortunately, he goes on his Bantha in the past now uh, into Moss Eisley to basically collect his deal with the Pikes. And the Pikes say, basically, look, man, we're already paying somebody for protection in this area. Which is that biker gang right. that he beat up. That in, he, he went into in Tashi a, Station. In apparently Tashi Station. Pa- apparently Tashi Station, which we found out about later on. The, the guys that he wrecked in Tashi Station, they come back and take revenge. And unfortunately, off screen, we see our beloved Sand People tribe, our, our, our Tuscan Raiders, have been completely uh, exterminated by this biker gang. Um, we definitely see, you know, the, the, the leader with his, you know, the, uh, uh, the leader's gone. Most of the Sand people, uh, I think our, our kid Tuscan is gone. The only person we don't definitively see that I could see is our Tuscan warrior, our black-robed Tuscan warrior. I, I, my fingers crossed is that in future episodes, he keeps coming back. I'm going to be on Tuscan warrior watch. Because I hope there's a chance that the at least the Tuscan warrior and hopefully some of those people escaped. Yeah. That uh, that rampage, yeah, and then that's basically it for the past. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. In this episode, yeah, he sees the mark of the of, of that biker group, and then he gets rudely awakened by <laughs> he gets pulled out of the yeah, back of the tank by, by BK uh, by Black Crescent. There we go. Got Very the, good. Got nice the pronunci- <laughs> pronunciation right. As said by Garza Whip in episode four, I think that we know the official right yep, pronunciation. Yep, Krizin. It's a mouthful being a Wookiee. I'm still going to say BK though. <laughs> BK might be easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. But, and uh, which yeah. is a pretty cool scene. And yeah, hang on. I do have to say, uh, this episode number three, uh, it is like a short kind of transitional episode setting up for other episodes, but uh, that's why this like past section was so short. But anyway, mm-hmm. back to the thing. So uh, BK basically just pulls him out of his sleep, you know? He's just like... Because yeah, he, he yanks him out. He, Boba's in his, like... He's no longer in his space jumpsuit. He's, he's in, in his, his space undies. undies. Yeah, he's in his space boxer... Yeah, back to undies. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, uh, thank goodness they hired that biker gang because they just... They start beating him up. But both me and Daddy noticed... Where's Fen- Fennec? Does not show Fennec up. Fennec a little late to the the proceedings for protecting she, you know Lord Lord Fett. She basically. So what happens is they're fighting Black Crescenton, and he's basically taken like into the main room. Not taken, but like he's kind of chased into the main room, and they get him right where you can uh, drop people into the Rancor pit, right. and that's when Fennec shows up and presses the button, but. My theory is that actually she wanted to keep him alive because the biker gang might have actually killed him if she didn't bring him down. You, you're talking about BK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the definitely some sus- suspect maneuvers by Fennec in this particular episode. Uh, of course, we have episode four to talk about, but at the same time, we both of us were kind of like, what's up with Fennec? Yeah, uh, Black Rosanton, you know, he's basically got these awesome, like, uh, robo brass knuckles. It takes all five of them just to, you know, Boba's about to get, like, 
like of the full squeeze, you know, and and you know the the female leader of the of the mod gang. Which really you said comes was up. like an actor in one of your old shows. Yeah, yeah. The 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 main um, a lady in charge of the she's also played in a, a show called Yellow Jackets, not for kids, but a fantastic show. She's young Natalie in Yellow Jackets. It kind of took me out of it a little bit because I've been watching Yellow you Jackets. You just called her Nat like, for the rest of that. Uh, yeah, I just kept calling her Nat. In fact, I don't even know her character's name you, because you don't. No. <laughs> you just keep calling she's her just, Nat. I think she's um, just Lear Biker, probably. So anyway, yeah, and we see also the Fennec. She takes a little blade out of the back end of her gun, her, her sniper uh, blaster. And and throws that sharp thing that, that she you know it's like our first yeah she's got some cool weapons in the butt of her sniper rifle yeah um, and uh, so basically Black Crescenton they uh, Fennec presses the button he goes down there uh, and basically Boba's like okay I'm gonna open up the Rancor who sent you and then like uh, he keeps not like answering until he actually opens up the rancor pit remember well he yeah the, the, he just leaves at this point i think they go see the mayor um, no, no no uh remember i no remember they scare Black no that's oh, it that's it that, that that's was the assassin that was the assassin yeah oh, okay. at this point yeah it's they, been they're a just keeping him down there yeah they just keep bk down there just so he's not gonna wreck shop yeah. um and they essentially go to see the mayor um and they get stuck with the major domo that results in that really kind of cheesy biker's chase that that that's that's not yeah, particularly great and, uh, I, I don't think we have to talk a whole lot about the colored vespa biker uh, uh chase scene but it's not very good yeah it essentially ends in him you know crashing his little speeder bike and into the melu runs has stuff to hide and showing that the mayor is in league with the pikes and has stuff to hide so that's yeah. pretty much and that's essentially the main no there's more. well yeah that's true there, there there's more to come here um then, because the huts basically show up uh, you know, with kind of their sluggish hat in hand saying like, hey, we tried, we send BK to try to kill you. We apologize. We're getting off this crazy planet cause because we have no pikes. interest in battling the pikes. We're out of yeah. here. Uh, but the, this is the twins now. And they give, uh, as kind of a recompense for killing, they, no, trying they to give, kill him. No, they give him his tribute. His baby Rancor. They, yeah, it's, that's tribute, right? That's yeah, right. it's essentially like, it's tribute, but it's also like, hey, man, can yeah, we... Yeah, and then know? they also uh, willingly give over BK. Right, and and and, and they BK, he could, you know, at this point, again, Boba using his kind of lessons learned... Boba lets could, him go. Yeah, sell him to the pits, or he just lets him go. And and off BK goes, uh, he has the rancor. It's, it appears kind of like Ezra. He has a real, like, connection with animals. He, like, quickly develops a close bond with the Rancor and the Rancor Keeper. Well, that is because the first uh, person that the Rancor sees is kind of identified as its mother. Right, because he comes with blinders on. Thanks, exactly. Alex. Yeah, yeah. so the, the so. Rancor Keeper, after I think he's kind of, like, feeling him out, whether he wants to give him the information, he real Danny Trejo, by the way, who's been in, like, a million Robert Rodriguez productions, like, he's kind of always, like, the gangster and whatnot involved. He's, a, he's, a, he's kind of a famous character actor. But anyway, he reveals, um, you know, he lets the, the Rancor see Boba, and you could tell right away they're having, like, a pretty uh, solid bond. Yeah, um, and uh, he was asking questions about riding it. Right. And so I think the future of him, forget litter, he's going to be walking down the streets with on, a, on the top of a Rancor running exactly. shop at some point. I yeah. think that's a definite. And then that's basically where the episode ends. Right, yeah, and that's where it, in episode three, I, I say by and large, I mean, what do you think? it wasn't my favorite. It, it had that kind I mean, of it was extended. Just, it was just my least favorite because it had the least amount of good moments in it. Yeah, yeah, obviously you have that really cool moment when, when Brackersanton wakes up yeah. and he has that battle with the mods and Boba. Um, and I think the, in general, the speeder chase was a bit of a miss. I did like the Rancor development though. 
I uh, love the Rancor development and the scenes with the huts are great. I, I just, I think, I don't know why the, um, the aesthetics of the mods don't seem to quite fit with my eyes of like what Tatooine is. Like, I, I feel like those guys would be right at home at like Coruscant or some like large, like city planet. Yeah. But like kind of stuck yeah, they out could, in Tatooine. Yeah, I don't exactly. see them. They, they would fit really well in like the back alleys, like yeah. the under level. Yeah. Of the Coruscant. underworld yeah. of Coruscant with their yeah. bright, vibrant colors exactly. and their modded out yeah. eyepieces. I do have to say though, uh, you'll see the British dude with the eye. I do like that guy. He's cool. I, I, He's I'm, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to let them oh. grow with us. Oh, and then you see one more thing at the end of this episode mm -hmm. or is it at the end of the fourth episode? I'm sorry. I think at the it's, end of the third episode we have the the guy sees the pikes coming in okay and that's yeah much i didn't main... know if that was the end of the fourth episode. yeah okay. yeah then we kind yeah, of take the, a little break yeah from the that. british eye dude that i just talked about said right uh, he goes to the star wars payphone and basically says the pikes are here and then boba says like we gotta get ready for because war. the pikes are then... coming in more numbers yeah and yep. uh that's when it ends, and uh, that's when episode three ends. Yep, episode three. Then we go on to ep episode four, which is kind of our last look, it seems, into the past. And it's basically yeah. the Fennec and Boba Bond uh, episode. Yeah, it's like uh, Fennec, he goes to the mod shop. And he... To save her. Yeah, to save her. And she gets kind of like a C-3PO middle. Right. And uh, she's kind of flipped out at it at first. I would, too. And, right. And uh, uh, then... Uh, they form kind of this, not bond, I'd say at the start, it's like, Fennec is just like, okay, I'm just kind of repaying my kind of life debt to you. Right. Uh, and I'll help you break your uh, ship out from now Bib Fortuna's, uh, Bib Fortuna's castle? Yeah, yeah, but so essentially, basically. like, it's, it's a pretty sweet tie-in to uh, Mando Season 1. Because we're in the past with Boba again, and you see, like, the flares up on top where we recall from Episode 5, uh, Season 1 of Mando, where him and uh, – where the Mando and Toro are, are, are trying to uh, hunt down Fennec. Uh, Fennec. So, you know, you, you see that, that those flares in the background, and Boba comes up. He has his bantha with him, and he rescues her and, like you say, takes her to the mod shop. It's kind of cool, and also it's kind of interesting, I think, that ties into our um, – uh, Fennec's susometer is like we still never really got a description in Manda or this what she was doing on Tatooine and who she was meeting I think that's important and I think that might play out to the end of this if, if Fennec is really with him or not like what the heck is a master assassin doing on Tatooine at that time who was she trying to assassinate was she after uh, well, she was just kind of chilling. Well, I don't think Fennec Shand well, just chilled. Yeah, I she think was she like was meeting a, a contact, yeah. and she and, and who was her target, and eccentric. So I think yeah. some of that might come up. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I thought the Fennec was like, I guess I thought the Fennec was with Boba more in Mando than she was that than she is in Boba. Like yeah. she was, she seemed like a little bit more on Boba's side in Mando. Well, she offers a lot of advice in this, and pretty frequently Boba says, we're doing it my way. Like, she constantly says, like, hey, this is what you should do. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing it this new way because I hang out with the sand people. He even has a pretty interesting discussion at the end of this is like, you know, uh, this, is, this, this crime boss business is harder to do. And he's like, I'm nothing without family. And essentially, you know, yeah, I don't know if Fennec agrees with that. <laughs> and exactly. we'll see. But anyway. Fennec yeah. might take a side uh, because their opinions do clash. Yeah. Hers is survival of the fittest, while his is, you know, build strong. And, you know, she's she likes her independence. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But and anyway, yeah, he, he, you're right. He, he rescues um, Fennec and uh, takes her to the mod shop. 
And basically, yeah, like you say, in repayment for him saving her, she's willing to help him on his little side quest, which is he to wants get to get back one. the slave one or his fire spray gunship, because I don't know if we call it slave one anymore, but but it's it's at Jabba's palace. It's well and now at Bib that Fortuna time Bib Fortuna's palace. palace. Um and she helps him kind of go on this pretty sweet, like, Mission Impossible, yeah, Rescue the Fire Spray Gunship mission. I don't mission. think that there's anything too notable in that. Like, it's just like, you know, they're doing some cool <laughs> things. There was a General Grievous-esque yeah. kitchen droid. Yeah, there's a couple neat things. Like, she, I, I like the, um, she takes the probe droid out of the butt of her rifle, and they scan and see what the, uh, you know, it looks like. Exactly, yeah. And then they kind of yeah. sneak in, and they have a kind of a meet-up with... A little rat catcher droid, a little... Which uh, you do see in the future, uh, in the present, and oh, the rat catcher droid is still around. That was a cool little... Oh, cool. I don't know if I noticed that. was a cool that. little tidbit when he was meeting with the crime bosses. Like, the rat catcher droid was just, like, hopping around. Oh, one thing I, I forgot to say, too, was a neat little callback. Um, in episode three, I, when I watched it a second time a while back, you can see Peli Moto and her, like, droid uh, uh, repair people walking in the background in Moss Eisley when he comes in on the Bantha. You can actually see her and her like big hair and her little racer droids like walk in the background when they're hanging up the the stormtrooper helmets on the spikes. So you you know you can see another little kind of neat little call out to, to Mando back there. It, it, yeah, because yeah, okay, um, so you're seeing the hanging of the, yeah of the droid helmets and she's, because you she's just kind of see them when Mando walks in and he's like whoa yeah right yeah but so, you know, so yeah these these things are again slight callbacks to Mando for a reason probably that we'll discuss yeah, at the end of this and episode. Then, so, um, yeah, so we are. He he. They rescue the the gunship. Fennec does some pretty amazing assassinating at the back end of the ship yeah, while he's trying then, to drive out. And then basically, fly uh, they fly out, and Boba's like, "I'm taking my revenge on this bike revenge gang. tour." Uh, yep. The Nikto's, I believe, takes out the Nikto gang, and uh, yeah, he takes out the Nikto gang with his gunship, and then he goes back to the Sarlacc pit because he was like, he wasn't like one hundred percent when he was in the Sarlacc pit. He didn't know that he was wearing his armor. Like, he doesn't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't think he has any recollection of those uh, Jawas taking his armor. He yeah, assumes so it's in the Sarlacc. He assumed that it was still mm -hmm. in the Sarlacc. Because the only reason why he's still alive is because it was Beskar. He didn't... That he survived. Him. It protected him through the digestion process. Right. Uh, and so, uh, basically, they almost get eaten again. Right. Uh, but he flies we, the ship, like, right over the beak of the... of the. Which is... That was a pretty cool scene, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll... Also, they get the little Easter egg of the uh, Sonic Boom thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We dropped the charges. That's yeah, right. We, drops, we have to have a charge drop. He drops the charges because, I mean, like, it's pulling him in. Yeah, because the guns won't, the blasters won't get down fit into in the pit. Yeah, so, yeah, Fennec pushes the button and drops the charges and, you know, the fantastic yeah, sound. and then that means that uh, Cannon the Sarlacc is dead. Right. Uh, which I didn't know before. I know, right? Sarlacc toast. Yeah. He goes, like, completely unprotected into the slime of the pit and can't find his armor. Yeah, well, now it's dead, so I mean... Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, but still, all those nasty stomach juices I and mean, whatnot. <laughs> I do have to say, to get your armor, it's worth... <laughs> not, a, not a real health tonic. But, and um, then, uh, after that, basically, he's like, all right, Fennec, where do you want me to drop you off? And she's like, I think I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to hang for a while. Yep. And then, he wakes up, and the medical droid says, Boba Fett, you're... Wounds have been 100% healed, uh, which means we're getting no more uh, back-to-flashbacks. Yeah, I think we're done with the back-to-flashbacks now, which, again, lament for my, uh, my, my Tusken Raiders, my Sand People, my, 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 uh, my, my warrior. I don't know if she's coming back. I, I kept hoping that she would come back or somebody, but that may be it for the past, folks. I think we're, we're from now well, on. I have, a, I have a theory, but we'll get to yeah, that we'll get to that at the, the end. end. 
Um, okay, so uh, yeah, then present day, yeah, we've got at that point. Do um, you want me to help yeah, you out? go ahead. Yeah, help me so, out. What I believe next? he goes into town. Uh, yes. He goes over to Garza Flip's place. Right. And and uh, we have the Transoceans yeah. with the worst ever awareness uh, on the planet, right? Well, I think they're pretty preoccupied. <laughs> they're getting a lot of bank from the right. roulette wheel. But still, BK, Black Resent. And this is interesting, Alex. Could you explain to the audience? Like, I would, if, if people never understand, haven't watched Star Wars, why is... Black Chrysanthemum so angry at the Transdotions, he's sitting there piling off his drink, ready to go kick some Transdotion butt. I have no idea, but I'm sure that it's explained in the comics. Well, I, I think uh, Transdotions and Wookiees have a history of like uh, hating each. Like Transdotions, like hunt Wookiees, like oh, like so for our, sport. Well, I do remember that Clone Wars arc where Ahsoka and uh, Chewie were exactly. taken. Uh, to like the Transocean hunting games, which are basically like Hunger Games and survive and right uh, in Star Wars, and uh, there were a lot of Wookies, and right. uh, Ahsoka was just kind of along for the ride. But and I so I guess that the Transocians use Wookies as I think they're essentially uh, yeah exactly yeah. mortal at like you know the Transocians like are hunt the, Wookies for sport. Are they the and, natural predators? Uh, they, I think they like you say like it's more of a Hunger Games thing. They got no problem slaving Wookies, hunting them. You know, so there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, different uh, space uh, alien race uh, anger and, and, and issues there. Great Clone Wars arc, by the way. Yeah, it's a great Clone Wars arc. <laughs> exactly. Like but yeah, I, that is the... Uh, I assume that's the reason why he's ready to just, like, you yeah, know... Yeah, because th- actually that makes a lot of sense yeah. now that you brought that up. Have you... Th- did you think about that I thought about arc? that later because I was like, geez, you know, why the... You know, but then... No, but did you think arc. about the exact arc Yeah, that I, just, I was thinking uh, about that arc okay. and I was hoping you'd bring it up. So, yeah. yes. Thank you. Good job. Uh, yeah. Well, um, it's a good arc. That's- so, so, so Chrysanthemum... He gets ticked off. Yeah, he goes on a rampage. Because he is basically just hanging out in Garza Flip's place, like, having some drinks, just right. trying to recoup and see what he can do next. Right. And he's just getting really triggered at these Trandosians, because right. after what we've said, he should be triggered at the Trandosians. Right. right. In general. Not particularly these dudes, but yes. But like in general. the species. Right. Yeah. And so... Uh, basically, I, I've been talking a lot. Why don't you keep? Yeah, he, yeah. he 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 wipes the floor with these these guys that are gambling over here, kind of minding their own business. Uh, one of them unwisely like smashes a, a bottle or glass or something on like his, his head. shoulder pad or something. And a shoulder pad. He goes over, puts him in the old classic BK. Like I'm gonna like crush you to death. Chokehold. And then Garcia, Garcia Flip. Flip does a great job of talking him down. She's essentially like, hey, Santi. She calls him Santi, which I think is one of his nicknames in the comics. You know, you were a legend in the, in the you know, in the, in the battle pits and yada, yada, yada. This isn't where that belongs. She's willing to let him go to wipe off his bar tab and we just walk away. And you think Santi's going to take the, the, the bait. He rips the guy's arm off because Wookiees rip arms out of people's sockets when I they lose. Him. Um, and he pays her and kind of storms out. And yeah. Boba kind of gives the old, hey, nice try, Garza. I, I'm starting to wonder. I thought originally Garza for me was on big time, like, um, uh, alert as far as hiring the assassin. I wonder if Garza Flip is going to end up being his major domo. I could see him pulling her in. If he stays the crime boss at the end and maybe Fennec goes off and does something else, I would not be surprised for Garza to be over at the palace kind of like running his day-to-day. Like, I, I think he sees a little yeah, eye-eye I, She was uh, suspicious for a little while, but that's because the show made her look suspicious. Yeah, and, he, and he, you know, she could have, still very well be. Yeah, but I, 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 did, yeah. I did have to say, if she said some different things to Black uh, Crescenton, then I probably, she, she still would have been a bit suspicious. Right. But, 
uh, she said the right things. Yeah, and, she looked uh, for the alternate way. Yeah. And so I, then, yeah. I do have to say, yeah. uh, that kind of reminds me, that relationship between Garcia Whip and uh, BK, it's kind of like uh, Maz and Chewie. Like, you know, Chewie goes to Takadana a lot and goes to Maz's Well, place. yeah, Maz. Well, yeah. yeah something. Like, yeah. Something. I, uh, you know, she talks to him respectfully. Yeah. And she tries to talk him down. Um, she just doesn't want bad... Right, you know, and you know she just wants place. she just wants business to keep rolling, and her yeah. place is always packed. Uh, oh, and then we get like so. BK storms off. We get from Garza Flip another great line. Hit it, Max. Max Rebo and, and the the Biff start rocking out, and uh, outside, uh, you know, you know, Boba Boba pulls the same thing he did with the mods. He's like, hey, he looks like he could use a job, mate. He already let him go once. Told him not to work for Scug Holes. And essentially, you know, we got another member, uh, you know, formidable member of Boba's uh, family crew, and, you know, on, on on the payroll. And now uh, Boba is... We get the big uh, family meeting, right? Yeah. Yeah, we get the big family meeting. So basically, yeah, there's the Doghead dudes, the Trandosians, and... Aqualish, the Pandababas. Okay, yeah, those dudes. Well, was faced, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I never get their names down. That's all, yeah, well, I've been uh, watching this uh, for, you know, 30 okay. years now, so. so uh, <laughs> basically, he's trying to negotiate uh, peace and neutrality with them. Right. Because he doesn't want them to take the wrong side. But, uh, so he first starts out as, hey, we can all be on the same side, we can go up against the Pikes, and then they're like, eh, it's bad for business. And then basically he negotiates it down to a. He's being very fair with them, by the way. Like he could easily at any point just get mad and right. like just be like off with their heads or something like that. And and he it, we do have a just brief interruption of the rancor, and he feeds them a little something through the grate just to let these guys know, like. Right when they're about to get like, hey, why can't we kill you and take your territory? The Rancor's claw comes out. I actually, I actually thought yeah. that it wasn't going to be the Rancor. And I thought that BK was going to go up behind him and like tap him on the shoulder. Right. Either either, or either way would have worked. Uh, but yeah. But uh, and then he negotiates it down to uh, we like we don't give you guys anything. No more tribute. But. If the Pikes ask you guys to help them out, you guys remain neutral. You guys like are my allies, but you guys aren't my right. enemies. Right. Yeah. So uh, they're all satisfied with that and they go away. And so hopefully, except for this one dog head dude, they sh that's a little iffy. Right. They should all stay in line, and that we'll see. Good. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and the same thing with with Fennec again. It was like, do you think they'll really kind of abide by this agreement? And and uh, you know, he's Boba saying basically, I think they'll abide by what's going to be in their best interest. Which I think he feels, and they should feel too. If the Pikes get their root on the planet, they're going to completely take over things and cut them all out. Like, you know, eventually it's just going to be a pike control planet and none of these families, none of these crime lords make anything and they're going to get eliminated. So their best bet is to either band together or at the very least don't allow, you know, the pikes to continue to spread to the planet. Yeah. You know, we'll and see if they, yeah, I, the, the will they actually do that or will the Clatoonians immediately run to the pikes? I think it's very possible that we get kind of a yeah. measure of both. But, um, uh, and then after that, he goes out on the balcony and Fennec's like, you're gonna need some bigger guns to take down the pikes, and then we get the uh, Boba Fett—not Boba Fett, Mando 
main theme. Right. The yeah, little... yeah. Basically, like, hey, we got any money? Uh, we need some beef in here. And he says, we got some treasure. And then we get the Mando. And it's like, you know, I, I think there's a really good chance we see some Mando action in our Boba Fett here coming up in the mm-hmm. next episode. Yeah. Too. And that's where we leave it. Yeah, yeah, right there on that stinger of the fantastic Mando music uh, from Ludwig Göransson, and we're kind of like, Ooh, next week do we get Mando? Okay. Din Djarin? So, so uh, now that's episode four. So now we're just moving on to theories for the future. Theories for the future, we just yeah. Did the Din Djarin theory, which is kind of an obvious theory. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I think the question it. is not if Din Djarin's going to show up. I think that's almost next episode guaranteed. Or- Next is there season. anybody else with Din that comes along? Like Who else Cardo. might show up? Do, are we going to get a grief uh, scenario? Or, 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 Actually, Cara Dune well, might not want to take prob- part And Cara Dune, the actor, I don't think is long. Is long so I, well, I no, think maybe. I think that her character her also Cara Lee is probably with would, the Wouldn't want to get involved with yeah. because he's with the Republic. Um, all, you know, what about uh, Bo-Katan? You know, or maybe, you know, I think that's interesting if she shows up. What does that, that mean Ahsoka's for the Mando? I don't, I don't think Ahsoka would show up for this kind of cause, but I could see if Mando comes with Bo-Katan, we might get a hint of what's going on with that. Yeah. Um, again, you know, we, we haven't got some of the, the rogues gallery from Boba Fett's past yet. You know, we haven't got uh, Bosk. You know, we haven't got Dengar. We haven't got some of these kind of IG-88, fa- IG-88 some of these other bounty hunters. So are, are those potentially... Forlom, yeah, some of these weirdos in the background of Empire. Are we going to get any of those guys? Um, yeah. You know, we've already got uh, VK. This is the one dude that I know the names of. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I, I think the the chances are. And then the second part is, for me, you know, obviously, which of the families are going to turn on him, uh, and how? You know, I, I think we got a pretty good chance that the Clatoonians, the dog people, aren't going to. I think that the Pondababas are pretty good. The Pondababas seem pretty solid. And I think. That the Trandosians are going to be a season two problem. Trandosians may be a season two problem because they've they've shown a lot of Trandosians and not. I think it's not impossible it. that they all quickly side with the Pikes and then Boba uses this family to wipe them all out and then he's the boss. I also That's could great. see, um, you know, and there's been talk on the internet of this: it, are the Pikes acting alone or are they part? Are we going to get a call out to like Crimson Dawn or like Kira oh, or no, like a because, larger criminal well, syndicate? You no, know, because. I I feel like Crimson Dawn is too big for the like I, I thought they were separate. Well, there's a reason the Huts are afraid to deal with the planet, and I don't necessarily know that it's just and the Pikes. I remember there was an episode earlier where somebody was like, "Hey, they're Huts. We're gonna have to ask permission to kill them," uh, which is what um, Fennec said to Boba. And permission from who? They're not gonna ask the Huts to kill the Huts. I don't think they would ask the Pikes if they had to kill the Huts. Is there a larger criminal enterprise yeah, here? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Uh, you know, boss you know, with a big uh, B, you know, or, no, you know. Darth Maul at the end of Solo really set up a, okay, right. guys, we're, like, all getting down at the table. Right. And we're sitting like, down and is talking. Is there somebody out there that the Huts are more afraid of? Is it Akira-run Crimson Dawn? I think it's Darth Maul. Because well, Maul's gone at this point. He is? Yeah, because this, yeah, this is oh, after... Yeah, this is after... This is after Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. This yeah. is after Jedi. So yeah, but Darth Maul's enterprise, yeah. Crimson Dawn, mm-hmm. still exists. Yeah. So I and mean, maybe, like that's what was her name? Kira. Uh, Kira. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know uh, the uh, um, what's my call it from Game of Thrones? Uh, you know Daenerys. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think there's a real chance she might yeah, show up, or maybe that's way out in the weeds. And so I just have to. And then last one, what's Fennec's deal? Okay. Is yeah, she with that's him? That's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Is is she really? I know she was happy to help him, you know, gain this power. But now that he's making some of these decisions that she disagrees with, 
Is she really down? Like, I don't think she, she's really yeah, down. I'm concerned. I got concerns, and man. I I have one more kind of cookie cutter one. No, go ahead. I gotta say, I think that Boba's gonna get like hit or knocked out in oh, episode yeah. five. And he's gonna come in and we're gonna do a brief back to tank session in number episode six. One more flashback. One more flashback. Because I feel like cutting the flashbacks in episode four was just a bit too early. Right. So they need just a bit more flashback for the thing. And that would kind of be cool material. Maybe you just get a flashback of him like seeing Mando and learning that uh Right, learning that um uh, the the, 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 the Marshal yeah, had, the mar- had his the Marshal had his, has, has it's his eluding army. both of us. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Cobb Van. Cobb Van. How, yeah, uh, the, yeah. yeah, the, we, yeah. We, so just to get a beat on his armor. Yeah. So uh, right. that I thought I think that would be cool. And my fingers double crossed. I hope we get some Tuscans. Like one, just you know, I don't really I believe don't it's going to happen. I know. I, I think, think they're all they're... smoke. I just I I don't <laughs> know if the I have to say the producers writers of the show I don't think they realized how many how, how much people would be invested in the first two episodes that were really really good and then they just like kind of punked them off screen like like it left a bit of a gaping that hole for be, me I'm just saying for, with two more episodes left there's not enough room to put Tuscan three. Uh there's three I think there's seven there's seven I thought there were six episodes mm-hmm. interesting folks not sure but uh, anyway can yeah. you look that up right now mm, uh, we'll look it up after yeah right, I, no, I, but, I believe there's seven I thought that there were six, so never mind. Uh, then that that flashback thing is still in play, but it can be done later. Yeah. And a lot of other stuff. I actually thought that it was six for some reason. I don't know, just even number. Hmm. Uh, we'll look it up after the show. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that, that leaves it leaves us in a real interesting spot where we continue to recruit Boba's family. Which of the which of these group of other groups is going to um, uh, betray him potentially? Um, and how are they going to deal with these pikes and the mayor and the mayor? Like, what's his yeah, deal? Yeah, mayor just kind of disappeared. Mayor kind of disappeared. He's working with the pikes. He's protected by the pikes. And and how can we negotiate this? I think in his original kind of meeting with the pikes, uh, there was some respect there. Uh, is there a way they can work out some kind of deal? And is there an overarching larger criminal syndicate that both the pikes and the huts don't want to mess with? Um, would be kind of interesting, almost like a Solo 2 kind of thing going on here, uh, which would kind of be cool away into that underworld, you know. So those are our kind mm-hmm. of thoughts here. Um, and really enjoyed, I, you know, especially, it, yeah, it, sorry. I got to interrupt. It, oh, it no problem. Seven. Ah, seven episodes. That's the power of Parts. having a young man on the Internet. Yeah, good job. Okay, so seven so, episodes. Yeah. So that gives us enough time. That you gives know? us that gives us more time than I thought. So That gives us yeah. more time. All right. Uh, any other predictions or, or anything you want to mention, Alex, that you no, think might just be coming up? now it does seem like a lot of those predictions can come true more because they have more episodes. More time. And more time than I thought uh, to flesh out and stuff. So, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and so that, that, that'll wrap us up for this one. As far as our episodic drops, guys, I think we'll do an episode five uh, next weekend because we're, we're heading down to, uh, Disney uh, yeah, World. Disney. We're going to be going to uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, of the, the following weekend. So we'll probably be able to discuss that a little bit uh, in future pods and how awesome hopefully that'll be. Um, but yeah, guys, we're enjoying Boba Fett. Uh, it, it's really fun. Maybe um, we can do a Galaxy's Edge podcast. Yeah, maybe we can do a pod on Galaxy's Edge itself. How fun would that be? That, would be that cool. sounds great. All right, guys, uh, hope you enjoyed. Hope you're enjoying Book of Boba Fett, and uh, we're we're we enjoyed it, man. Yeah, and stay safe, guys. Stay safe, guys out there. Let's yeah. get through this surge together. We're be staying extra safe when we go to Disney. Extra safe. 
right, guys. Peace right. out. Good tunes. Oh.